the conscious experience. I got two special guests in the building. The first guy is a talented part of All Snap Media, one of the hardest workers, if not the hardest worker I know, and that is a lot because I see your success growing and, and I really see it through your hard work. Uh, Mr. Hashtag, I love my skin. <laughs> Stefan Reese, what's up? What's good, bro. What's good? <laughs> I appreciate you for bringing me on, bro. <laughs> this second guy, very intelligent part of many orgs that helps uplift the local community everybody loves him because of his personality and let's just be honest he's a dime piece the legend denzel laddie <laughs> no my puppy what's going on everybody what's up my brothers man so going with legacy we talk about that a lot on the podcast we talk about legacy you guys are guys who are truly dedicated, guys who have laser focus on what they want to do in life, um, have a plan on what they want to do in life. And with that, I know you have to be aware of your legacy and what you want to leave once everything is all said and done. Um, so I'm gonna start with you, Stefan. When it's all said and done, what legacy do you want to leave? Honestly, man, I just want my family to be straight. That's all I really care about. I just want to know that I live my best life no matter what. That's really what I want to be behind. Awesome, awesome, awesome. For you? Um, <clears throat> so personally, um, it's all about, you know, just being who I am. You know, people say I'm fun to hang out with or just whenever I'm around, they miss me when I'm not around, mm -hmm. should I say. So I basically just want to be remembered for, you know, being that fun, you know, kind of guy. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And all building on top of that, what are some things that keep you guys driven? I, I don't like to say motivated because you can be motivated um, at something specific. And then the next day, if you're not feeling that same energy, you're not motivated, you know. But driven is something where you're constantly pushing at no matter how you feel that day. And I obviously see that with you guys and especially with you, Stefan. I mean, the hustle that you have I, I know I introduced and I was kind of joking but like legit I, I think you're the hardest worker I know like you're Appreciate constantly it. on the grind I text you you don't respond <laughs> <laughs> for sure for sure <laughs> but no all serious dude you 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 I don't know I don't even know if you have time to sleep like what keeps you going bro honestly bro to be honest with you I hate being bored but um, the crazy thing about it is when I'm bored, that's when I'm most creative. So that's what really like keeps me going. It's like sometimes you see me putting out videos. That just comes from me being in my room and just hearing a song that I heard on the radio. I'm like, oh, I can do a video to that. Something like that. Let's just find somebody, knock it out, and then put it up. That's all I have to do. And what's the inspiration process? Like, what inspires you? What's the creative process that's Anything. going on? Anything. Anything. Wow. Honestly, you can say one word to me right now. I'm like, huh. Okay, that makes kind of sense. I can make something out of that. Got you. Like, literally most of my videos come from me just sitting in the car listening to the radio. Mm. Like, um, one I recently put out was a 
car scene. It was like a car video. Somebody, it's called Heat of the Moment. Gotcha. And I heard the song Rocket by Beyonce on the radio. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I can make something of this. Yeah. Something sexy, not something smooth. Just had to find the right people and we made it happen in the backseat. Got you. Man. That's crazy. So like, there's no like um, driving motivation. It's really all self-motivated. Like, it just Got comes you. to my mind. I just make sure I do it before it gets yeah. in the yeah. back of my mind. Really. Yeah. What are some things that you, that you kind of have yourself be around that influence you as far as like your inspiration like do you listen to a lot of music do you look at other guys who are in the in your world um or what drives you like what inspires you to keep that creativity music and i have to give a lot of credit to my team all snap because yeah. um we meet we don't meet a lot but when we do it's always good energy shout out all snap by the way yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but most importantly um frank definitely um he's always pushing us to like be innovative because there's sometimes where yeah I get stagnant. I'm not in a good mental space, and I start to slow down a little bit. You guys might not see that on the outside because mm-hmm. I'm like pushing that work, but mm-hmm. I'm slowly like losing that passion mm-hmm. every now and then. Some videos, but Frank is always there, like kind of saying, "Hey, what are you doing? Like, are you um, working hard towards all snap? How are you bettering all snap?" And that kind of motivates me again. Gotcha. So Frank is a big yeah. part of that. Frank is a mastermind. He's, yeah. he's actually one of the first people I've met who was consistently on his shit. I mean, I. I he he is a guy that is consistently grinding and he and he built his brand from nothing dude and and it seemed like it was all from him i know he had great guys around him that helped him of course you have to have that you have to have a strong team but his unrivaled hard work and and dedication and focus is is like no other man and you and you you see (laughs) he's on some next level stuff yeah he's on some next level stuff man Shout out to Frank too, man. He's a, he's a beast. I see him on uh, social media doing his thing too. I mean, he has a whole fucking company, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, bro? While dealing with other things in his life, two oh, kids, yeah. and all the stresses he has, and other social, yeah, he's yeah, <laughs> he's a different type of breed. Yeah, I hear kids motivate you. I hear like when you have kids, like the fact that you see the, their face every morning, and you know they are depending on you 100. percent It's not like you, you know, it's like a brother or something where like he's same age and you're like okay get your shit together dude you're 22 like <laughs> let's go man right. you know it's 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 you know it's someone that you brought into this world that's a part of you and you, you obviously if you're a rational parent if you're a good parent you're going to want to see them be the best so I, I i bet kids just like put the fire on your ass bro it's crazy True. you have the fire in you but you also have to take care of them yeah that kind of takes away from your productivity a little bit mm-hmm. but he's managed to somehow do both like he'll bring his kids to shoots like He's wow, on some Kevin Hart <laughs> shit, man. He's a different breed. Wow, and for you, Denzel, like, what, what is, what sparks you to be driven and and, and consistently disciplined in your own right? I would say it's my pops. Uh, just seeing his success and like, pops is cool. yeah, for sure. Just <laughs> seeing his success and like, like his drive makes me mo- motivates me to be better. Like he literally took care of me and my sister mm-hmm. while he was still in law school. Like, every day I, like, commend him for that. I'm like, shit, like, how the fuck did you actually do that, you know? Yeah. Um, and, like, just seeing, like, his environment with people, like, how he interacts. And, like, he always... My dad's the type of guy is, if you want something done, he's going to get it done. Whether... <clears throat> my dad's personally never paid for anything full price. I kind of want to be on that status where you know so <laughs> many people where you can just get anything for a discount. Yeah. You know? That's yeah. kind of what I'm shooting for right now. Yeah, smooth dude. Yeah, oh, sure. this is why people love him, man. You see how smooth he's? I know all the girls are like, whatever. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it's very important. I mean, networking and being able to just know different people and then provide you, you know, favor and you exactly. do something back, like promote them, whatever. It's 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 the beautiful thing, man. And I, and I appreciate that. My uncle's really good at that. He knows everybody from the subway man to like the fucking <laughs> firefighter chief, bro. It's crazy. He just knows everybody. Just man. to know who to tap in for the resource at that point. Yeah. And then sometimes I even everybody see it like, resource. exactly. Like one time we were at, um, store called again express right mm. randomly trying to buy a suit he goes over there just literally just talking random conversation next thing you know i'm getting a discount from the suit i'm like oh <laughs> shit thanks like wow just like that that's how yeah. smooth you get i'm trying to that's kind of what <laughs> i'm trying to go for it you know <laughs> life hacks life hacks dude yeah and um <clears throat> yeah it's, it's super beneficial be like you got anything to add to that no, 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 no worries. Like, <laughs> yeah, to add on to that, yeah, I feel like definitely networking and just being able to provide other group value and just being that person that uh people fuck with, really. That's yeah. how I stay afloat, really. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's no. my whole business. Legit, <laughs> legit, legit. Going off a little topic, just a little bit. Um, financial freedom. What does that mean to you guys? What, did, what does being financially free mean to you? And as far as when you become financially free, I'm manifesting that we're all going to become financially free. We become financially free. What? How are you going to invest your money back into the community if that's what you want to do? You know, whatever you feel like your legacy and what you want to do. How does that look for you guys? Well, financial freedom looks for me as far as it looks like traveling, basically experiencing the world. That's my ultimate goal, to travel the world with no worries, do whatever I want. <laughs> but, you know, I'm working towards that. I'll tell y'all that later. But, um, <laughs> yeah, but as far as um, giving back to the community, I have a strong passion for, like, helping younger kids and also homeless people. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to give back to the homeless in any type of way. Wow. So, um, every homeless person I see, I'm always giving something. If it was yeah. a dollar, food, something. Yeah, so, for sure. For, I can test that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the future, if I do have, you know, the funds and I'm comfortable enough, you know, I'll figure out a way to somehow get back. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. And you, D? Um, just being comfortable enough where uh, a family member or a friend asks me for money, I'll be able to, to supply them, you yeah. know, to help them out. Kind yeah. of the, I don't really, my goal is to become a millionaire, is become wealthy. Mm-hmm. So whether, that doesn't have anything to do with money, it just means being physically fit, spiritually, and of course a little financially, so I can mm-hmm. you know, do the things I actually want to do, mm-hmm. you know, experience life with yeah. stuff there too. So. And so I like how you highlighted the being spiritually fit, um, physically, and also mentally. I, I feel like a lot of people might be strong in one suit. Like you see like these bodybuilders, like these Insta models or whatever. Um, they might be really good physically, but they're lacking the mental and spiritual connection and they're like one third of their full potential. Um, and for me, my personal story, I was kind of the same way in where like physically I was always in top shape or whatever. Mentally, yeah. (laughs) Mentally I was there, you know, you you grow, you you acquire wisdom as you get older and as you learn things. Um, But spiritual, I didn't, that was like still locked. It was like a locked character. I had Mm -hmm. to unlock it. And uh, just two years ago, I I began to ask the important uh, questions like what is consciousness? What is my purpose? 
you know, um, looking at so many different things. I'm a nerd, but I love like string theory, understanding the dimensions, um, astrophysics, just all the crazy stuff. And then like, go- <laughs> <laughs> and, and going back into history and understanding um, my antecedents and, and where they came from and their history. And, and so I say all that to say, you know, I think it's very important that if you're working on yourself, if you want to, if you want to um, unlock, unleash your full potential to look at those three things that Denzel mentioned, which is, you know, the physical state. Are you healthy? Are you eating clean? Are you exercising? You know, um, the mental side. Are you keeping up on your intellect? Are you reading? Are you are you listening to positive things? Are you just listening to trap? music and you know that's all that's in your head and and then the last thing is spirituality man we we are talking monkeys in the center of the uh, of of a solar system not in the center but you know what i mean flying around huh yeah yeah for sure (laughs) Ooh, wow um yeah uh circling around this huge ball of energy going you know it's super fast it's just it's insane it's, it's hard to even compromise what we are what, what this life form is and, and and the biggest question is what happens after this do we transcend or is that it what's this stuff you know what i'm saying what's this Shit, it yeah. it's, it's absolutely crazy man it's absolutely crazy to think about all this man and then on top of that, you have the uh, coronavirus that's that's going. What, what, what is you guys like input on that? You think we're about to die tomorrow, or? Nah. <laughs> I think um, conspiracy the, theories. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of those out there. It it's, is right. My conspiracy yeah. theories is like everybody already had it. It's just not that it's testing for it. You know, everybody's just testing positive. So I feel like if we were all to just get tested, we'd all most likely be positive. Okay. Like everybody already had it. Mm-hmm. It's just coming out more now. Uh-huh. I see what you're saying. That's my theory. That's your theory? Yes. Okay, okay. I know b has a little theory as well. <laughs> I've heard of a lot of theories. Yeah, something slight. <laughs> One hour tangent. <laughs> right? What, what, what do you think? What do you think? Uh... I mean, to be honest, bro, it's definitely the worst of our problems. So it's good to come. Because <laughs> uh, worst case scenario, if we got it, like, it wouldn't like the I feel, the major panic that's going on right now, mm-hmm. like, literally isn't because of the virus itself. Because, like, I mean, if all you have to do is the bare minimum to not have it, which is like wash your hands and like be cleansly, you know what I'm saying? Then it wouldn't be this much of a freak out, you know what I'm saying? But like what's coming like from it because i mean one it's just like everything is very convenient like this is the most rapidly our government has like done anything to take a stance on anything you know what i'm saying like whether it was like the war on drugs prescription drugs all that like even going to war and anything like that like we're quarantining really fast like you know like the coronavirus itself isn't affecting as many people as financially as it is, you know what I'm saying? With all these small businesses shutting down and everything like that. So, sure. uh, plus like for our age, we're in the clear, you feel me? Like, even if we do get it, it'll just be like, at worst, I feel like a very bad flu, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So, um, <clears throat> am I worried about the virus itself? Nah, but like, I'm worried about, you feel me? Everybody that's unemployed, yeah, everybody yeah, that's, that's the biggest like, thing from upset, quarantined, 
feel me? You're not gonna be able to like pay their light bill, the power bill. People not wanting to be quarantined. Potentially there being riots. You feel me? And then um, just like where we go from here, because it's basically like a reset. You feel me? Like for sure. nothing really is gonna be the same. Like we're learning that for a lot of there's like a lot of service industry jobs that um, after this there's really no going back to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there's gonna be layoffs. Um, and they're gonna realize that it'll be cheaper to like, not really outsource things, but to, you can automate things. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like, while everybody's stuck inside, they can still spend money online at those same stores. You know what I'm saying? And uh, uh, even right now, I look at the restaurants, you can still do like takeout and carry out. So that means that half the servers aren't even needed because people are just picking up their food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, piggyback off you, the statistics side, follow this guy um, named Michael Osterholm. He was on the uh, Joe Rogan Experience actually not too long ago, but he's a medical detective um, that studies from the University of Minnesota. And he uh, brought up some pretty, pretty good points. Um, the, this is this is, this is a, a huge concern, not only for America, but for humans all around, worldwide. Um, more specifically for the elderly. So if you're 60 and up, the the chances of you contracting disease is higher, but the 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 main concern is the fertility, like how mm-hmm. fatal it is. Um, if you're 80 and up, one in six is going to die. That's the percentage. Oh, if you're if you're um, if you're from 60 to 70, it's one in 12, and then it drastically decreases. You know, the younger you get, and for us, a 20 from 29, um, one in 500 will die from it. So it's a 0.2% chance that, you know, that actually happens and takes place. Uh, People with respiratory ailments, um, again, the virus is attacking the lower uh, levels of the lungs, uh, which isn't good. And then also people who are just out of shape, people who are not healthy, people who have underlying diseases such as, you know, um, cardiovascular issues and different things like that. And so that is the issue that we are facing at hand. You know, how can we take care of the elderly? How can we take care of the unhealthy? And then um, with a future perspective, how do we not let this get to this point? If China is going to continue with these wet shops, if they're going to continue with selling food and there's no regulation on sanitation and um, if there's no regulation on how they're how like different animals on top of each other, the caves are shitting on each other, they're bleeding on each other. You're still able to sell that and you're still able uh, and you're still able to profit off of that. We we as a nation have to look at that and say, okay, if this continues, more viruses are going to spread. This is only going to get worse. It's going to continue to happen. How how do we? Uh, mitigate this and the issue is China has a population of 1.4 billion people and the US is like not even close I think we're like 340 huh, huh, what would you say we're like 342 um, million yeah we're, we're in the uh, 300 we're in the low 300 uh, million range yeah so we can't even imagine what that is we can't you almost you're almost at 1.5 billion people so you kind of have to get it the way you can get it, man. That's why they're eating things like bush meat, like monkeys and bats and, and shit that carries a lot of disease. And, and it's just not really good for the human health. So I think that's what we have to look at. But I I'm not, have like two yeah. points to that. I yeah. just want to like throw, throw things, throw some like thoughts out there. 
Um, so uh, I think like last October 2019, uh, John Hopkins and Bill Gates Foundation, they did a uh, simulation because like Bill Gates kind of already has expressed his, I guess, concern of uh, pandemics being the, like the worst threat to humanity. They ran a simulation of what it would look like if a coronavirus from China, from either a bat or a pig, were to get out of New York. What? Yeah. For real? Yeah. It was like 2015, was it? He said that in 2015 in the yeah. TED Talk, but they literally just ran like a little simulation uh, back last October. Mm-hmm. So that's like very convenient because the virus started in December. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then also, China lost the trade war, but technically, apparently, they won the virus. Yeah. And everybody else is suffering but them. Uh. And and I'm I'm also hearing that this is a cover up for the for the financial state how we're going into into a whole like turmoil as far as like financially. Yeah. So with that financial crash, I'm sorry. <laughs> so like what just happened this past week, or I think it was like Friday or Thursday. Um, basically, like with the whole thousand dollars, everybody kind of getting bailed out type of thing. For the major industries such as like airlines, theaters, the ones that are suffering the most outside of like small businesses, yeah, they're gonna get bailed out. And what that means is that the government's basically gonna like buy them out. And so that's gonna be like a whole reset because basically what happens is uh, when government merges with corporations, it's called like national socialism. Mm. So there won't be any real, sm- like the small businesses that are left after this, I feel like it'll be like a whole different ball game. Oh so. my gosh. And everything is so uniform. If you look at different societies within the United States, like if I go to St. Louis, then I go to Detroit, and then I go to a place like Tampa, Florida, things are uniform. You're going to see a Burger King everywhere. You're going to see a McDonald's everywhere. You're going to see, you know, a Publix um, up north is a Kroger's or whatever. You're going to see Walmarts, but you don't see the mom and pop shops anymore. You don't see those anymore. And it's like, what about the middleman? What about the the middle guy who's trying to create a business and profit off their own? They're not getting that opportunity, and, and it's somewhat looking like a monopoly, right? When wouldn't you think if, if the government is is in full control, isn't that a monopoly? So, uh, one pretty, person pretty who's much. dominating the market. Yeah, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a free market capitalism. Oh my god. Yeah, this is. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. We're going down a dark path. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's doomsday, ladies. That's basically what's happening. I just, I fear because our media, the mainstream media, is not telling the truth. I mean, you got Fox News saying X, Y to the Z, and then you got CNN saying X, Y to the Z, and it's not matching up. So who the fuck is lying? Or are you both lying? You know what I'm saying? And then whatever they say doesn't match it up, match up to the medical professionals, the people who are actually seeing the data, the people who are actually seeing the patients. Like, what the fuck, dude? So if you're listening to this, take whatever we said with a grain of salt. Um, you know, I've, I've been intensively researching this, following medical professionals. I know B-Lab has done the same thing. But... Michael Osterholm is someone I look at. You can look at his accolades. You can look at his acumen. He's he's legit. He's certified. If you're someone who's like lost on what's actually going on and, and all this is happening so quick and you feel like you're not prepared, just if, if I can guide you in somewhat of a of a right direction as far as just understanding what's actually going on with the virus, listen to Michael Osterholm. You know, because at the end of the day, 
Twitter, Instagram, CNN, Fox. It's who knows, who knows with that. Who, where are they getting a source? Is he is Billy Bob eight one three? Is he is is he uh, legit? Is he posting the right shit? You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 crazy. It's a crazy time, but I think that this is a wake up call. I think this is something. This is like a gut check. This is something like you fucks need to get on the same page. Like we need we need to care more about each other. We need yeah, we need exposing the human culture. Exactly. Sure. Exactly, man. Like I even got a story about that. Um I was at Publix the other day and I went to the line and this lady come up to me and it's like, Oh, we're in line. It's called social distancing. What? And I'm just like <laughs> Bro, she's like all the way on the other side, bro. And I'm like, so you went out your way to tell me this, right? And she's giving me like the stankest look ever. I'm just like, <laughs> I didn't know you were in line because you're not in line. <laughs> right? And you're over here talking to me yeah, about social she, distancing. Why she went in your face? That's what I'm saying. It <laughs> made no sense. It made no sense. Yeah. You could tell me that from over there. And you dumb fucks. It's airborne. And it lasts <laughs> in the air more than two days. So what, dude, regardless, regardless if you're doing social distancing, it doesn't matter. How you're in public's doing it. Exactly. You can't exactly. do it in public. <laughs> Unless you have like an end. Also, like none of that shit, I feel like it's it's so fear driven that like yeah. people are scared they'll do anything. Exactly. Because yeah. like even the fact alone that like if it's so air if it's so air like born, we're all fucked. Everybody we don't matter how far away you are from somebody, because if it's in the air, I mean we'll fuck. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah, dude. Yeah, and I and I see like these silly fucks wear like they they'll wear like gloves yeah. to the store. No mask, nothing. They're just wearing <laughs> gloves. I'm protected. I saw this one guy on the freeway wearing gloves. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> driving in his car. He's driving his car. Windows up. <laughs> wearing gloves. No mask. No N95 respirator. Just fucking gloves. It's insane, man. It, it really is. And I think uh, a huge issue um, that we're seeing arise from this is people hoarding. This, the toilet mm. tissue shit boggles, like it's mind boggling. But sure. it, it, it's a it's a kind of our society. We, we, for the most part, if you look at civilizations like China, if you look at the United States, we are always over consuming, mm -hmm. right? Even as small as when you're brushing your teeth and letting the water run, yeah. you're, waste, you, you're wasting that resource, you know what I'm saying? And so we are now seeing that and what life could look like in limited form. If shit is the fan, my nigga, Great. you better have shopped a week out, nice. if that. Yeah. Publix right down the street, there's nothing, bro. No, here's the crazy part about that. At my Publix, the water section, full. Toilet paper. <laughs> Gone. So where's the logic in this? Makes no sense. Where's the logic? And even with the hand sanitizer too. Everyone's buying all the hand sanitizer. <sighs> all you do is buy some soap. <laughs> and wash your damn hands. This shit's getting me hot. But I don't blame the people. I blame I blame, you know, news, social media. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, people just like, reacting, that's all it is. Yeah, cause like cause bro, I'm like, this is why I know this shit is a fucking fiasco bro because <laughs> if you look at the way motherfuckers are shopping bro like i don't know what's gonna happen like, <laughs> they're skipping fruit vegetables <laughs> they're not trying like it's like if you're trying to not catch a virus i feel like those are the main things you need you don't need toilet paper nobody shits from the virus 
that shit's killing me. I'm like, bro, like, what is really gonna happen? Like, what, what are we really? Cause like, it's either, <laughs> it's either it's a virus. Niggas think it's gonna be zombies. <laughs> you have to leave the house. Cause like, I went shopping trying to find a fucking drum. Like, <laughs> oh shit. I'm like, damn, bro. Like, the way this shit looking, man. Like, you might be honest on something there. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> this nigga's in Texas. He's a big Texan now, type oh, shit. Cool. <laughs> I didn't know that. Okay. Yo, that's right, head ass. That's crazy, dude. Like, in Texas, that's like gun holes. Everybody has a fucking gun, dude. You tell me they ran out bullets, son? What? Dude, yeah. also, the crazy part is, it's like, well, listen, if you're listening and you're hoarding, don't hoard it if you if somebody can take it from you. Hey, you better come out like Rambo with the fucking the, the, the bullets on you type shit, like vest down. Like, I don't know, man. Dude, I don't know, dude. If it gets to that point, Crazy if I time. yeah, if I even get a, a small sense, if I hear, even if I see my neighbors like doing some crazy shit, I'm banging it, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting out of here. I'm getting my 24 Cliff bars and uh, <laughs> where are you going, bro? I ain't dude, heard nothing about Canada, dude, right? Yeah. Canada chilling. I ain't heard that's true. Honestly, in Jamaica, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like Jamaica, there. Jamaica's lit, huh? Hmm? They're trying to close down the border of like Mexico and Canada. Yeah, because Canada's chilling, bro. Yeah, <laughs> Appar- apparently a, a family um, of the podcast, uh, Regis, said um, he has some outside sources. <laughs> he uh, he uh, he said that uh, one of his friends who what worked for the Department of Health, DOH, is that what it is? Who Regis? No I'm, no, I'm saying that's the no. who, right? Yeah, yeah, who? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he works for that. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm like, what? Um, oh, he works for who? Damn, okay. Well, he said. Wait, what? Ain't it? Because that's what the text said. It said who? Like, organization. Can you fat check that for me, real quick? Okay. I'm just going to go with DOH. I might have made that up. I don't but, know if you guys heard about it, but they said in North Korea they shot someone that had it. Yeah, they instantly. don't. They want no smoke with the corona. Instantly. What do you mean? They like they found out someone tested positive oh, and shot him dead. God. No uh, and the greatest thing, bro. I feel like China did that. <laughs> 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 no, they did it to the doctor. They killed the doctor. There's billions, there's billions of people, dog. And you tell me only 0.8% had it. Only yeah. like 80,000 people had it. Yeah. Nah, like, they killed them all, bro. <laughs> it does, it's crazy. But Their numbers ain't adding up. Nothing's adding up. Damn. Um, but, but then, like, oh, oh wait, more important. My yeah, bad. yeah, no, no. <laughs> when you look at, like, the people, like, when you look at the countries that mainly have it, Iran, Italy, mm. and us. Yeah. What happened to everybody else? Dude, <laughs> 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 Africa chilling, man. I don't know, man. That that's a good point. I, I never. I I just assumed that everybody it was spreading worldwide. Cause like Italy, I mean, Italy like they had the world's like lowest GDP. Yeah. They're like in four trillion dollars in debt. Yeah. And so like. Now they definitely have an excuse not to pay that debt back. For, for sure. sure. For sure. Iran, you feel me? Like, we already, I guess, you know, I guess I feel bad for them, though, too. Like, they always yeah, don't get it. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> it's a, whether it's a bomb or, like, yeah. a disease, they definitely don't get it. Yeah. And, because uh, it's like one, like, who the fuck's flying to Iran? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's, that's, that's facts. I would not. Dude. I feel like let, let me stop. I'm oh, saying that's crazy. <laughs> um, apparently, Mexico 
um, <laughs> is like chilling, straight chilling. Like, they're gonna, they gonna build a wall for us. I'm, oh, facts, shit. Facts, <laughs> I had to build facts, that wall, big fella. <laughs> facts, dude. It's, it's, it's crazy, man. It's funny how the uh, tables are turning. Um, <laughs> do you think this might push us to a digital currency? Because this is this is like news that I'm that I'm hearing as well. Like the the What's whole yeah, but like this <laughs> because these events like the events that are happening is going to lead up to a one world government. And I know this sounds like ten full hack conspiracy. But if you really look into it, and if you really look at the data, there's a lot of shit that makes sense, and there's a lot of scary truth out there if you really pay attention. And um, uh, David Ike, is it is it Ike? David? Uh, I'll, I'll say Ike. What is it? Yeah. Please forgive me. I'm, I'm bad with names. <laughs> David. Uh, he he um he reaches he researches this a lot. And um, he, he said, like, there's this there's like a select group of individuals who's pulling the strings. Obviously, we we've heard that the elites, the one percent or whatever. And the, all the events that are happening right now are gonna, is going to lead up to a one world government and a one world currency. And people believe that currency is going to transition from fiat. And ladies and gentlemen, fiat currency is just physical, like U.S. dollars, the euro, whatever. And it's going to go to digital currency. And, you know, digital currency is something like Bitcoin, something like XRP, uh, cryptocurrency, basically. So you guys think that's what's, what's happening? Because, I mean, we're going through a financial crash right now and it's fucking up everything. For sure, especially with the, you know, coronavirus being transmittable. And, you know, you touch a dollar bill and you give it to someone. <laughs> yeah. They, they get it too. So it's, it makes sense to go into a crypto society even crypto right now is, has hit some lows that we haven't seen in a while hit like uh for example um ripple yeah hit like 11 cents i haven't seen ripple at 11 cents in like <laughs> three years like yeah. it doesn't make no sense so yeah. like if anything it's a time to buy now yeah, exactly because <laughs> it was 11 cents yesterday now it's Great 14 cents back. so it's yeah. like no, it's gonna bounce. Yeah, it's gonna bounce no, for crazy sure. Too. Yeah, it's already. I think it's in green today. Yeah, it it's, is already, green. it's already gotten up. That's yeah, like fifteen. It's like fifteen cents. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and um, so it makes sense. Yeah, it does. It does, dude. There's a lot of skepticism on crypto. Like, man, what the fuck, are y'all fanboys? Yo, what is crypto? That shit is <laughs> old. You should have. But really, there's a lot of. They, they call it blockchain technology, and um, honestly. There's a lot of good use use cases. Like for example, XRP is good for cross-border payments. So if you compare XRP um, to the traditional banking system, one, you're going to see faster transitions or transactions. Excuse me. Um, you're going to see um, lower fees. You're going to have the minor fee with the digital currency XRP, but you have you know the traditional fee coming out. I think they take 20%. Some, something crazy when, when, when you're exchanging when you're exchanging uh, money to someone like if I was exchanging money to like my mom in Haiti my mom doesn't live in Haiti but if she did they would take the, the government would take like 20% out of whatever I sent yeah. well with the minor fees with XRP it's exponentially lower it's not it's not it's really not even that expensive and then also um, the biggest thing is how fast it's getting there XRP is going to take moments the traditional banking system takes three to five days yeah. So it's just like, that is one use case out of thousands, out of hundreds. I don't know if there's thousands, but out of hundreds of use cases, 
that would benefit our society the way money goes. What scares me the most is the one world government idea where you get a select group of individuals in control of the rest of the planet. It does not make sense to them. It really doesn't. I think we should have a round table where each individual speaks for a specific population, speaks for a specific ethnic group, a specific people. You know what I'm saying? And 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 I feel like upon that, they should speak, represent those select people, and and come to a consensus. What makes sense? Why are we why are we still um, not giving resources to you know? pockets of societies in America. I mean, they, they resemble third world countries if you go around the world. Why are we? St- why do we still have major holes in our civilization? Why are we going out to other countries? Like, we, There's going to come a time where the government, and when I say the government, I'm not talking about the, I'm talking about the corrupt entities of the government. There's going to have to come a time where they tell the truth because the people are going to get sick of this. There's going to be more and more people like Alex Jones. There's going to be more and more people like David Icke. There's going to be more and more people who create a platform that are questioning people. And then their listeners are going to listen like, okay, that makes sense. Why the fuck are you doing this? And it. so I think that's the route we're going with this with this whole thing. But um, for sure, there's a major concern for the elderly. There's a major concern for people who have underlying health issues. So... I mean, all you can do is pray and and help as much as you can, but social distancing, that's where you need a social distance. Don't you? Y'all be safe in these streets. For sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Uh, Let's switch the flow up a little bit. Um, (laughs) I digress. I'm I'm saying. (laughs) We're all going to die. Right? It's gotten dark. I know we got some uh, lady listeners listening as well, so um, we got to feed them as well, you know, our queens. We got some hair care products. Oh, shit. I know somebody. On the low. All right, so we're all um, in healthy relationships, I'm assuming. Um, Whoa. Um, (laughs) What are some things that you guys do to ensure that you have a healthy relationship regarding communication trust and security that's it for me communication um that's something i lacked in my past <coughs> excuse me Bless Bless. Oh, thank you corona right oh man damn they, <laughs> hey, so hey, they got me sick i wasn't doing any of this until now son <laughs> if you cough then we no, and it's a dry cough too, not a wet cough. It's a dry oh shit! Alright, <laughs> but um, <laughs> as I was saying, yeah, my past relationships, um, that's something I kind of struggled with. Um, but communication comes with you know maturity and things like that. Yeah. But I, I think I've now mastered that when it comes with me and my girl Naya. Yeah. Um, you know, if I'm ever feeling shout out Naya, boy, hey, shout, shout out Naya, a don't follow her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Nah. But definitely mastered that with her. Um. If I'm ever feeling some type of way, or if she's ever feeling some type of way, we know that we can always come to each other and communicate no matter what. Yeah. Um, like in my industry, you know, I'm always working with these models, and there's always temptation out there. That's yeah. the worst part about being a videographer or photographer. Yeah. Like you know, you're in a relationship, yeah. but there's always that constant temptation with everything yeah. you're doing. But um, she knows that she's mine. You know, like I'm always coming back to her. Exactly. You know, I might be a little bit friendly sometimes, but she knows at the end of the day I'm coming back to her. Yeah. And it's all, all of this communication work. 
that is such an interesting perspective. I, I mean, that's something I didn't even really look like. You are out in the field videotaping, and you are with these. You're in South Florida. Let's be honest. You're with the most beautiful women on For the sure. planet. You know, and no one's more beautiful than mine. Exactly. Eyes, exactly. 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 Um, with that being said, it's like, dude, you're being tested. Not, not, in, not like you would do it. You know what I'm saying? But there's always tests being put out there when you're in the field working like that. Have you ever came into a situation where a girl was like? What's good and you're like all the time. All the time. <laughs> yeah. Damn. These model shoes like after the shoot, you know, everything's said and done. I send the video, oh I love it. But then they try to continue, you know, the conversation. <laughs> yeah. Instead of just like, I'm like, oh you wanna do another shoot? Like, oh no, I just wanna get to know you. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is cool and all, but you know, I got something at home. Like I'm good. Yeah. But yeah, it definitely yeah. happens all the time. But. Yeah. And plus Naya looks like she's uh like that. Like just like Brie, same this part, same breed, like they're fucking crazy as fuck, dude. They'll fuck you up. <laughs> you fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If it gets there, yeah. yeah, if it gets there. But no, that is actually cool. Yeah, like, yeah, she hasn't yeah. like ever like questioned me when it comes to stuff like that. Like, yeah. oh, who are you shooting with? None yeah. like that. She always, she always understands. Yeah. So that's the yeah. best thing about this yeah. relationship. I'm there now. And they're the most dangerous though. When they're cool like that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, like, just wait. I haven't given her a reason to snap. <laughs> that's good, man. That's Noted. good. Noted. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mrs. Handsome. <laughs> oh, I said Mrs. Mr. No, no, Mrs. Good. Oh, I disrespect. How dare I? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, well, I'm new to the whole relationship. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Been here for 23 years, and I've, this is my first relationship, so it's, it's wow. all new to me. Wow. Um, I never actually took a girl serious before this, <laughs> so shout out to Kayla. She. <laughs> um. But I have to agree with Shout out to Kayla too. <laughs> yeah. Follow her at Oh yeah. Don't follow her. Don't follow her. Um I definitely have to agree with my ace. Um communication is definitely important. I personally more of a nonchalant guy. I just let everything kinda of go by. Gotcha. But you know, as I'm growing in this relationship, I'm realizing that Without communication, there's really nothing, and like I don't want some other nigga to communicate with this. Yeah. So yeah. I'm gonna do my best to get off how I feel, <clears throat> and I hope yeah. she, you know, reciprocates that kind of yeah energy. I'll get a little personal. Um, in the beginning of my relationship, I didn't realize how hard it was to be vulnerable. And what I mean, mm -hmm. like I'm I not agree. talking about the surface level, hey, you know, first date type shit, whatever, the honeymoon. I'm talking about really, really opening your mind up like a book and having your significant other read every chapter of it. You know what I'm saying? Knowing everything about you. Because when you have a good woman, um, she knows you more than you know yourself. You know what I'm saying? If you if 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 you're going off the rails with working, if you're working too hard, best believe, you know your rib is gonna say, "Hey, scale back." You yeah, know what I'm sure. saying? You know, yeah, exactly. And 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 same thing for you. <clears throat> and for me, in the beginning, that was like the hardest part because I've never opened up. I mean, for most guys, dude, our life is like always trying to prove our masculinity, like always trying to prove that we're tough, we can go through situations, we're independent, you know what I'm saying? There's nothing worse than <clears throat> living like with your parents. Not saying that's a bad thing, but like there's nothing, like not providing for yourself. Yeah. That's, that, I guess that's the best thing to say. 
And so, you know, we're always trying to prove ourselves, especially right now, like in our early 20s and up into our 20s, we're working hard towards our dreams. So in our 30s and 40s, we can be like, hey, this is the foundation I set and this is the legacy I'm going to get started off on. So open up yourself, being vulnerable and um, set in communication. Um, and that's down to everything, man. If something makes you uncomfortable, like if something was making me uncomfortable um, with Brie, you know, that's something that has to be talked about. You have to discuss this. You can't sweep shit under the rug. And if you're someone who is being dominated in the in a relationship, and what's, what does that mean? What does dominated be? And that means your spouse constantly get in their way, you know, constantly, you know, uh, whenever you're saying something, they disregard it and it's always on their time. It's always what they say. And if you say anything, they make you feel like a terrible person, you know, typical, just toxic trait shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, you have to get rid of all that. You really do. You really do. Because if you don't, you're going to start off on a shaky foundation and that and things are going to grow. Things are going to grow. If you don't set guidelines at the very beginning of the relationship, That's then not yeah. the biggest thing that most people struggle with is a lot of guys call it clinginess. That's a big thing when it comes to relationships. Oh, this girl's too clean. Like, every time I go with my boy, she's hot. Like, she's getting mad. <laughs> Why touch me back? But if you, like, establish in the beginning of a relationship, because nine knows I'm a busy person. So, yeah. like, let's say I do have some free time. It's either, you know, I love spending time with her, but I also have friends, you know. I want to spend time with her, some time with my friends. And, um... Just if I communicate that properly, we wouldn't have any issues. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be like, oh, why don't you text me back when you're with your boys? Like, I'm telling you, I'm with my boys. You know, I'm going to, I won't be on my phone as much. Yeah. So I'm kind of getting better at the communication yeah. thing. Yeah, exactly. And and that, that's a perfect point. It, it aids my point when I said, you know, there has to be equality in a relationship. Yeah. One person can't dominate. So with me and Bree, like, look, I'm a trained jiu-jitsu. I like choking motherfuckers out. That's what I'm going to do. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to build this podcast, you know? And she supported that. And things are going easy. She does her thing. You know, she she has her Bree Strology. Shout out to Bree Strology. Um, Here? You know, yep. <laughs> it's her business she has started. She's very successful. She, she's doing really good. Um, and so she's doing her thing. And I give her, her space to do and be creative and do her thing. And then we meet in the middle. And, and it's... And it's perfect you know what i'm saying um my co-host b-lab is in uh, what we call a power relationship you know what i'm saying four years strong you know what i'm saying four <laughs> years. <laughs> nice rollout right <laughs> what what are, what are your thoughts on on everything man how 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 have you made it this far and and as far as like you know, being successful with your relationship because to be honest, bro, it's a roller coaster. I'm not gonna sit here in front like everything's always perfect. It it isn't. Yeah. There's shit you have to work through, and there's issues that come up that you have to work through. You know, how have you dealt with all that, and and how how have you gotten to this point where you have a strong four year relationship and ongoing? Shout out to Jade. <laughs> Don't call her though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shit, I'm. I would really just communication and like for me it's like like once I love somebody that's like it's always gonna be there like I don't have any uh, bad intentions you know what I'm saying like if I decide like that you're gonna be somebody I'm you know I want to be with like I'm kind of like out for your best interest you know what I mean and like from there it's like a partnership and it's like a teamwork so like just working on 
focusing on growing each other, you know what I'm saying, to where we want to be at and trying to make sure that, A, like, we're making the right decisions, A, like, gets to point A to point B, you know what I'm saying, at the end of it. Because I feel like, you know, in some relationships, you look at people and, uh, like, after it's said and done, like, say people, like, break up or whatever, somebody's in a worse spot than the other person, you know what I'm saying? And, it, and for me, it's like, it's like uh, your team, right? Like your, your, like your, your squad, right? Like you want everybody to kind of be on the same page. Like you don't want anybody to be leech or anything like that. But like you want everybody to be self-sufficient. So like if I'm winning, I want you to win. You know what I'm saying? And if things do happen, you know what I'm saying? I want you to still be winning. I should still be winning. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's like building up that foundation and just constant communication. I'm also just having like somebody that's very forgiving. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, nice. Or you know, that's really uh, able to you know um, think things through and you know don't make big decisions off emotions. Yeah, I mean, dude, there's there's been many times where, and I hate this. I hate this because I like settling everything and you know at that exact moment but there's been times where like i had to walk out you know what i'm saying and, and you know you know go outside and fucking walk around and meditate because like my emotions are high at the end of the day dude we're all humans and, and and i think that's the most important aspect to understand with social media and all we're seeing is pe- highlights of people's life yeah. and we're not really seeing the down slopes it's easy to adapt this mentality that everybody's life is perfect everybody's relationship is perfect you know it's not the truth man everybody has shit that they that they deal with everybody has their own issues when it comes to two people like fuck man it's hard to even get your own shit right together you know what i'm saying you gotta worry about someone else getting having their shit together and i just think <clears throat> communication i think sets the found base i think that should be number one you should develop communication on the first and second third date <laughs> if you see red flags uh dude go Leave. I mean, there's nothing holding you, dude. Oh, she has 50 cats. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, you might need a bang it, son. <laughs> but I mean, like, it's just I, I, communication, and I think there has to be a balance within a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, if, for example, if you were just putting in the work at, you know, in, in your craft, and then Naya wasn't doing anything, you'll be hot. For sure. You know what I'm saying, and it, and it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. That has to. You have to match the same energy. The, the thing that I hate the most is a slouch. Someone who's just going to sap all your energy from you, and you're doing all the work, and they're just fucking absorbing yeah. it. You know, yeah. they're not doing anything. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no shade, though. <there. laughs> I know that. Low key, I know. <laughs> But yeah, man. yeah. I mean, I think that's a huge point, man. So, ladies, we got you. That, that's our take. That's our take on. And also, I feel like you just can't. At a certain point, like you just can't be afraid to be vulnerable. You know what I'm saying? Like it comes to a point where it's like, honestly, like nobody can play me. I can only play myself. You know what I'm saying? So it's like as long as I'm, you know, being uh, real or expressing how I feel or you know whatever, like. That's all you really can do, you know what I'm saying? However somebody expresses it, you can't control it, you know what I'm saying? But you can only, you can only work on yourself and focus on like, it's almost like a game, right? All you, you can only give all you got, 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And if it's a win, if you win the game by 30, bet. If you win it by one point, bet. If you lose, hell, you give it all you got so you know progress. Yeah. Facts. Other two things that have really worked for me. <laughs> one, experiences are a big thing in building a bond with your partner. Um, just not even like when it comes to traveling. Traveling, you know, it's kind of hard to do sometimes financially. Yeah. But as far as just, you know, going on little mini adventures, like sometimes me and I go on like little adventures. We go to see like mansions and stuff like, oh, that's kind of yeah, nice, you know? Yeah. And we like, we end up talking about certain <laughs> things we wouldn't normally talk about just sitting at home, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. And um, what was the thing? Part two is opening up not only about how you feel about certain things that have to do with the relationship, but, have, but certain things have to do with you. Mm-hmm. I remember one time I actually cried in front of Nye because I just felt like I was confused at where I was going in life. Mm. Every time, every now and then, I have like these mental breakdowns where I'm like, like, where am I actually going in life? I'm doing all this work, but am I actually like progressing in life? I'm always worried about the future. Yeah. Um, but I decided to open up to her that day, and she actually like, you know, provided me some actual insight and like made me realize like, be grateful for where I am. Yeah. And I wouldn't have got that information if I didn't open up to her. Yeah. So that's also a good thing in relationships. Women would do that, man. For they sure. they will fucking do that, dude. And, and, and kind of piggybacking off what you said, I think so many people in that transition, I just got out of that transition where you are not quite sure of your life journey. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that question in the back of the head, like, you know, what am I doing? Like, what am I supposed to be doing? Like, what? It took me, dude, it took me forever. Like, night, at age 19, I, I began to become aware of what life is and, and you know, I'm alive, like, you know, I'm walking around, like, I'm making this, <laughs> I'm making choices, like, I'm in college, you know what I'm saying, but it wasn't until, like, age 21, I began to really ask the important questions, and, um, damn, I forgot what point I was trying to make with this, I know, oh, just going, just going, how do you, like, how would you... What advice would you give to someone who is in that stage of just kind of like lost in their life, like not really able to find their personal journey or life journey? Because when I went through it, I was depressed. I didn't even know I was depressed until later, but I was depressed, dude. I didn't, you know what I'm saying? And like you said, it was a lot of turbulence in your life, too. What are some things you guys would recommend to maybe a young listener that's listening in right now is going through the Algotris. Um, one of the biggest thing I was dealing with is like my ability to fail. Like it's okay to yeah, like you know just try, and if you fail, you learn from your mistakes. Um, another thing is just be open to change. Like mm-hmm. there's nothing set in stone ever in life. Every every day you wake up is a new day. So just go after what you want, and if that's not what you like, there's always time to switch up. You don't have to stick to something. Oh, you've been here for 10 years, so it feels comfortable. You have to reach your, you have to do something that makes you uncomfortable. And that's how you truly know if you like something yeah. or not. That's the biggest thing for me. I've like preached it since I got into college. Just always put yourself in uncomfortable situations so you can figure out who you really are. Mm-hmm. And also, if you're in a state of, I'm lost, I don't know where I'm going, and I'm worried about the future, start to think about how grateful you are for the things that you currently have. Because there's somebody who doesn't have anything that you have. <clears throat> Yeah, so in that thought process of, oh, this is what I'm grateful for, you start listening to all the things that you're grateful for, you start to realize what you can do with all the things that you currently have. Mm-hmm. And that's what helps you progress in life. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think what changed everything for me is realizing that people have superpower. Whatever your natural ability is, is yeah. your superpower. 
my natural ability is 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 to speak. I, I feel, you know, I'm, I might be a terrible speaker or whatever. But you know, th- that's part of what I feel is my natural ability, and I say, hey, that's my superpower. So I'm gonna exercise this. It's, it's natural to me, you know what I'm saying. So I'm gonna exercise that um, to the utmost potential, and I feel like if you're able to. St- Take a step back from your life. Get rid of all the bullshit, all the negativity. People telling you can't do shit. You know what I'm saying? Your mom saying, hey, you know, get out the house or whatever. Take all that shit out, you know, and begin to be like, okay, what what comes natural to me? What am I really good at? Hell, if it's collecting fucking baseball cards and selling them on Amazon and making profit from it, bro, fucking do that. That's your superpower, son. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, you really got to, you got to begin to understand yourself. And I think once you begin to think like that and home your consciousness and understand, you know, things that you are good at, you can make a, you can make it a business. You can make it a stream of income, and that therefore it's not a job. I tell you what, it's better than the nine to five. The nine to five shit. Sure, it's like, I'm in it right now, but it's a temporary thing. Same, dude. I'm so fucking annoying, bro. I'm bro, t- getting there, bro. We all in. <laughs> but um, one thing I have to stress as well that kind of ties into what you're saying is. The biggest tip I ever got was to stop comparing myself to other people mm. because we're in like a huge social media age. You're always yeah. looking at other people, and, and all you're seeing on social media is people traveling. Yeah. All you're seeing people like throwing money at other people. Yeah. Like, well, you crazy. just went to California, right? Yeah, that was nice, dude. But it took a minute to get there. You know? I know. <laughs> I, 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 I was jealous. Minute. I think a lot. I was like, damn, that nigga. Yeah. Nah, bro. Yeah. Um, that's the thing too. You can't look at uh, IG and stuff like that because for sure people will be. Traveling on this stuff and be like thousand dollars in debt. Yeah. So what's the point, That's bro? Yeah, what's the point? Good. It's for yeah. sure, bro. I never yeah. liked that shit. Yeah, yeah. Talk that shit, dude. That Everybody's that. in a different situation. You yeah. just have to worry about your own situation and how you can help yourself. Yeah, I, I had and to, the people around you. Yeah, yeah. To look out for the old facts. Facts. You have to have a strong team around you for sure. I had to delete my social media. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah, that's, that's business right <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wish I yeah. could do that. This was before the podcast. The only reason I'm on Instagram is because of the podcast. It's the only reason, bro. <laughs> but b- before then, and this is before me finding jujitsu. No, it was the first training camp leading up to my first competition jujitsu. And I realized, like, opening up Instagram would make, like, for some reason, it would make me, like, depressed. I don't like throwing that word around, but, mm-hmm. like, that's truly how I felt. And it was like a subconscious type of thing. <clears throat> and I was like, okay, why is this entity making me feel this way? And it's because comparison. Comparison is the thief of joy, dude. Like, it, 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 it will take that away from you. And, and sometimes you don't even know you're comparing yourself. It's just... It's, it's, in, it's deep in your subconscious. You're scrolling your timeline. You see someone that, you know, maybe you graduated with in high school. You mm-hmm. see them buying a car and you don't have a car or something like that. That's easy. You can easily compare yourself to that. You can easily say, fuck, man, I'm behind the eight ball now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and when you think like that, that's when things... That's be- when you actually fall behind mentally. Yeah. yeah. It's insane, dude. It's insane. Um... You guys have anything else to add? I, I I think I target all the points I wanted to get. Um, some great conversation out of this, man. You guys are, are truly two individuals. I feel are going to do big things. I think you guys are. Yeah, facts, <laughs> honestly, facts, facts, facts. My expensive. Yeah, <laughs> facts, dude. Facts, man. Fuck the nine to five life. I'm not doing. I'm not doing that, dude. That this shit's getting me hot, dude. Thinking about it, dude. 
I have to get up at six because I have an hour commute. So I get up at six and I work seven to three thirty. And that shit gets me hot because it's like <laughs> drunk. The thing is, like, dude, people choose to do this for 20, 30, 40 years. Like, no wonder, no wonder they're like a a shell of themselves. This shit saps your energy, and I feel it. So I'm like, okay, I'm in my early 20s. I'm about to gamble on this shit, bro. I'm gambling, dude. I'm gambling my everything on me. Yeah, doing it exactly. And I'm manifesting. I'm gonna have one of the biggest. I'm gonna have the biggest podcast in the world. I'm gonna be one of the best jiu-jitsu players of all time, and and that's what it's gonna be because that's my legacy. That's you know that's. I'm gonna set forth for myself, and so I said all that to say, "Fuck the nine to five, bro." <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 expected to happen like way down the line you feel me as far as like a crash and shit mm-hmm. and so like i was really planning on banging it in 27 this like coming friday right we get our bonus get a paycheck on top of it bop <laughs> but since we gotta work from home i had to take all my cubicle shit like my like the desktop all that shit so i gotta work from home so with that it's like you can't really like i'm basically stuck with my work and so i can go back to the office bro. damn <laughs> But at the same time, like, it ain't nothing, like, because I feel like a lot of people are, like, you know, losing their jobs and stuff like that, so I should be really happy, you feel me? But at the same time, like, I'm trying to get out of here. I'm trying to leave, I'm trying to separate, I'm trying to social distance myself from my work. I'm trying to, like, keep that shit out of the house yeah no i get and and it might seem that you know i we're, we're coming off ungrateful but no we just we're, we're happy and we're lucky and, and, and we're and we're graceful that we still have our jobs especially during this time um but we see our lives in a different limelight i yeah. think than most people I, I don't think we the the end goal is to have a good corporate job that pays our bills and we can have fun on the weekend i think it's something that we create our own schedule to and we live life the way we want to you know what i'm saying sure. even if we have to sacrifice in the beginning like you're gonna have to sacrifice eventually if you're fucking having parties and and, and going crazy right now you're gonna you're gonna make sacrifices when you get older for sure you, you I mean, just shit right now hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just ain't trying to grind for a weekend i'm trying to pay myself I'm not, did I miss something? <laughs> did you did you say something? <laughs> I, I like yeah, yeah, back and I didn't I didn't hear something. <laughs> no, yeah, I was like I ain't, I ain't trying to grind for a weekend. I'm trying to pay myself. Oh yeah, oh, oh for yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure, yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> um, I actually got one question. Yeah. But we're gonna run back to the the whole relationship thing. Yeah, I'm oh, taking over the podcast. Oh, yeah, real quick. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to take some tips. Yeah, yeah, from the, the relationship brothers over here. Um, how did you know? Um. Wait, how long have you been with? <clears throat> um, we've been best friends for three years, yes. I think. So, and then I think um, we're we're on a year and maybe two thirds of, you know, you know what I'm saying? Of okay. like two, we're almost two years in the game. So, yeah, yeah. Congrats, by the way. Yeah, appreciate <laughs> Um, but how did you know, like, she was, I guess, you know, more special than other girls per se. <clears throat> more special doesn't sound right but like yeah. you get what I mean yeah 
Well, I didn't know. Like separated yeah, yeah. from others. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, 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 it really is. I I realized it. Well, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't. I didn't at first because I was dumb as fuck. Mm. And and I think most guys are. Let me not say dumb, but like naive. Really naive and just into your own ego. Like you just you know you're smelling yourself type thing. <laughs> and um, it didn't kick in until like maybe two weeks where like I could just continue to chill out with this girl. We'll have deep, complex conversations. Things that would. Spark uh, my intellect, stimulate my intellect, and you know we would build from that, and then her likes or my like, her interests or my interests, and then there's enough difference to you know make it a little spicy in a relationship. We can we can talk, and she has great music taste. I mean, all of it came together so perfectly. But I think the most important thing for us was we build that friendship, mm-hmm. and um, don't let impatience ruin that. You know, maybe I, I in my opinion, I, I think. If you start off as best friends, the relationship part, at least the beginning, becomes easier because you know that person already. You yeah. know what to expect. You know how this person operates. So I think over time I begin to realize, like, hey, this girl is different. She's not all about such and such. She's not all about the hype. She, you know, she carries herself in a different way. She's really, really smart, smarter than myself. She's teaching me stuff. So things like that hooked me, and um, and you know I'm absolutely lucky. I'm, uh, you know, I came and described to you what she has done and how she's influenced my life. She's partly the reason why, you know, I've started the podcast. You know, I started jujitsu because she made me more aware of who I am as a person. So um, I would say, yeah, that I hope I answered your question. No, you definitely. All right. <laughs> Why not, bro? <laughs> hey, both of y'all can still answer. <laughs> yeah, good, bro. That's good. Jeez, my bad. Ask it again, bro. <laughs> <laughs> kind of hard to go after that. I got you. <laughs> um, what separates your girl from everybody else? Basically, or what made you choose her rather than you know the next girl next door type shit? Need some time? <laughs> nah, you can nah, go instead for a little bit left thing. Yeah, what what really separate? I wonder how, how for me it's a, it's a mindset thing, really. Because mm-hmm. uh, like at the time, um, I feel like a lot of college girls aren't worried about what they may need to be. You know what I'm saying? They're like worried about things that. Cause I feel like a lot of things when you're 19 and 20 are very trendy. You know what I'm saying? Like. But there is like worried about fashion, going to the next party, you know. Like I, I was really set on like, like when I came when I transferred from uh, FAMU to FAU, I was really focused on just like graduating for real and like putting in time and effort, like like graduating and just focus on like forex, just like my major things and like she was definitely like very supportive. And then one of the things that like separate her from you know, a lot of people is that, you know, she really cares about me. And like, uh, I feel like that's, you can't, that's priceless. You know what I'm saying? Like, like for a moment, not even for a moment, but like, there was a time that I realized that it was basically just like, um, I had, I guess, her heart in my hands. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, just kind of one of those things where just like, somebody uh, was so vulnerable enough to really just, 
um, or had that much you know trust in me and really uh, saw me at such a uh, level where they would basically give that to me. And so from there, it was just like, you know, what am I going to do with it? You know what I'm saying? Like, am I going to take care of it, nurture it, and just, you know, see where this goes? Because, I mean, at the same time, like, a woman is the foundation of any, any successful man. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> for sure, for sure, for sure. Beautiful story. <laughs> All right, Stefan. All right. So, um, I mean, my story is different from others. I kind of have like a storybook type relationship. <laughs> I mean, the way we met was just different from others. Yeah. Uh, I knew it was special from the way we met. We met um, at an event from an organization known as Sisters at Florida Atlantic University. And they had shout a couple, out to the sisters. Shout out. Hey. Um, um, they had a blind date event. Basically, you sit down with random girls and you have blindfolds wow, on wow. and things like that. And I just went to support the sisters organization because we're in the brother organization. Mm-hmm. And um, I was, at the time, I was single. I was not looking for a relationship at all. <laughs> I was just trying to live my best life. I was trying to live my best life. But um, in each table I was going to, I was just you know trying to get through the conversation. And I was about to leave. <laughs> I was definitely about to leave the event because I was very uncomfortable the whole time. But when I got to her, you know, we were just naturally like vibing. Like we had a connection instantly. We just kept talking and talking, and then when it was time to switch tables, like we didn't want to leave. Like, oh, yeah, we just wanted to wow. keep talking. So I was like, nah, you just remember my number at the end of the event. At the end of the event, just say my number. We're gonna just link up after. Wow. So, um, yeah, that's how we met, and then after that, we just got closer, and closer naturally. And yeah. the moment I like cried in front of her because I've never cried in front of everybody, yeah. in front of anybody. So yeah. I knew that was the she was the one. The wow, that is storybook. Yeah. Wow, man, that's crazy. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that helps your uh, <laughs> Just trying to see where everybody's at. You, you know? gotta cry. Is it, <laughs> is it? Yeah. <laughs> the the uniqueness surrounded by relationship is the same uniqueness surrounded by uh, humans' fingerprints. Like how everybody has a different fingerprint. I think everybody has a different uh, uh, relationship print mm-hmm. in a way they not only communicate and all that stuff, but fall in love. I think everybody's story is different, so it really can't compare you know I'm not saying that anybody's doing this but like for someone who's listening or whatever like you really can't compare your introduction of your relationship to anybody else I think that's very important I think if it's authentic as possible you know your soul and, and her soul or just two guys two girls or however you got however things work out those two souls will coexist and and bind perfectly the way they should you know and that and that's to say if there's no toxic bullshit going on you know what i'm saying but yeah perfect world that's how that happens so yeah man yeah good <laughs> that's a good, that's a great question man anybody else has anything to say man um, <laughs> we like you good covered all topics yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm good. We talked about, you know, the corona and all that. <laughs> we went <laughs> off the rails. End of the world. Yeah. Man, I appreciate you guys driving and coming in and having this, bro. I've been wanting this happen, bro. It's in my notebook. You guys are actually one of the guests or two guests that I, I wanted when I, you know, began to get consistent with this. So, like, I had to have you guys on. So, I'm happy you guys came through, man, especially during this whole pandemic or whatever, man. Thank you guys, bro. Plug yourself, whatever your brand, your your at name on Instagram, whatever, man. <laughs> um, but for real, honestly, I want to thank you for bringing me on because this is definitely not something I would do normally. Yeah. 
because I've been asked to do several podcasts, but you know, I just never, I was never comfortable enough to you know hop on a podcast because I hate talking. Yeah, it was but, my know, idea. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> but yeah, um, this is a great opportunity. It was much easier than I thought it would be. You know, just free conversation, really. Mm-hmm. It was just flowing naturally. But other than that, you know, my name again is Stefan Reese. I'm a videographer. My Instagram is Stefan underscore Reese. And my team name is Allsnap Media. You can follow the page at allsnap.media. Hey. Alright, um, <laughs> you already know what it is. I just want to thank you for everything, bro. We've known each other. All three of us have known each other for, what, four years now? Yeah. yeah. Started yeah. at PBM days. And yeah. Here we are. <laughs> we haven't seen each other in, like, what, a year? Dude, it's, it's been, been a minute. minute. Yeah, it's been so a minute. It's been a minute. It's great that we came here to support yeah. our brothers, you know, desires and dreams. So, yeah, of course, um, the real what zeal, up? you know. <laughs> what's up? I don't really have no crazy accolades like he does, but... <laughs> I'm just, I'm that guy that's just trying to make some money, so <laughs> hit me up, that's it, like, that's, that's what gets me going, money and my girl, so, like, that's it. Also, man, we are out.